Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Have to get 30, 30, bet you get 30, bet you get 20, 20, 20, bet you get 20, 20, bet you get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. At Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com wonder. Hello and welcome to the program, UFO Warning. In this episode, we're talking about the Stephenville UFO Messengers. That's correct, the Stephenville UFO Messengers. Now, in 2008 and 2009, there were a series of UFO sightings in Stephenville, Texas. These sightings were widely reported in the media and attracted the attention of UFO investigators and the public alike. Witnesses described the UFOs as being various shapes and colors, including triangles, rectangles, circles, and even saucers. Some witnesses said that the UFOs were silent, while others said they made a humming noise. The UFOs were seen in a variety of locations, including over the town of Stephenville, in the surrounding countryside, and near the local airport. The U.S. Air Force investigated the sightings and concluded they were likely caused by military aircraft or other conventional objects, as you can imagine. However, many of the witnesses and the UFO investigators disagreed with this conclusion, and they had evidence to show why. Now we're going to get into some of the articles that were written at the time this happened and then some articles uh, written looking back. It turns out that uh, this event's being featured in an upcoming uh, Netflix documentary and so that's cool that people at least are going to be reminded of what happened. To me this is just one of the most fascinating cases out there. So let's go ahead and get into this first article from NPR. So just to give us a little more perspective on what was going on there at that time, I want to look at this article from NPR.org. This is dated January 16, 2008. So this would have been right when these things were first starting. It says, dozens claim they spotted UFO in Texas. Uh, it says, faster than a speeding bullet and bigger than a Walmart. That's how residents near the West Texas town of Stephenville described an object that they spotted in the sky one night last week. Dozens of people, including a pilot and a police officer, said a UFO hovered over the farming community for about five minutes last Tuesday before streaking away into the night sky. Pilot Steve Allen saw the object when he was out clearing brush off a hilltop near the town of Selden. Allen described the unidentified object as being an enormous aircraft with flashing strobe lights, and it was totally silent. He said the UFO sped away at some more than 3,000 miles per hour, followed by two fighter jets that were hopelessly outmaneuvered. Allen said it took the aircraft just a few seconds to cross a section of the sky that it takes him 20 minutes to fly in his Cessna. The veteran pilot said the UFO, an estimated half mile wide and a mile long, was bigger than a Walmart. The Stephenville Empire Tribune, which was which has written about the mysterious object, said about 40 people saw the thing, though some were too sheepish to admit the sightings until others came forward. Law enforcement officer Leroy Gayton said he was walking to his car when he saw a red glow 
that reminded him of pictures he'd seen of an erupting volcano. He said he saw the object was suspended 3,000 feet in the air. Gaten said he was so awestruck that he called his son to come and see, but he didn't talk much about the sightings until he saw a story about a UFO in the local paper. Military officials, however, were skeptical. They said the residents were letting their imagination run wild and passed it off as an optical illusion. They said it was likely nothing more than a reflection of sunlight on two airliners. Officials at a nearby Air Force base also said the fighter pilots didn't chase down anything that night. The incident was eerily similar to a UFO sighting a little more than a year ago at Chicago's O'Hare International Airport. As many as 12 United Airline employees spotted the object and filed reports with United. So you can see here at the time, people were reporting this saying, and at least NPR was taking it seriously. Now let's go on to this next article to look at some more of these sightings. Vice.com, the title says, 15 years ago, UFO sightings rocked a small Texas town. The mystery remains. In 2008, sightings in Stevensville, Texas are explored in the first episode of Vice Studios' new Netflix show, Encounters, written by Nathaniel Janowitz. Uh, it starts off here, it says, Stevensville is often referred to by locals as the milk capital of the world, but after the events of January 2008, the Texas town of Stephenville became known for something otherworldly. In Messengers, the first episode of Vice Studios and Netflix's new series, Encounters, residents of Stephenville and the surrounding area recount seeing something strange in the sky. One witness called it an orb. Another referred to it as a flying Dorito. Yes, as in three-sided tortilla ship. I think what they meant was that was kind of a like a delta-shaped uh, craft. But even with such wild descriptions, the so-called Stephenville Lights in, is considered one of the most credible UFO sightings in modern times. It began when Steve Allen and a couple friends were enjoying a few beers by a campfire one night, and something caught their eye. All of a sudden, I see some real bright, high-intensity light off to the east, headed our way at a high velocity of speed. The lights were so bright, it was unlike anything I'd ever seen. It was almost blinding to look at them, said Alan. Then what amazed me is there was no wind noise, no engine noise. There was silence. When it came past us, I developed the most peaceful, easy feeling I think I've ever had in my life. It was almost like a religious experience, like I was at one with whatever it was. Something I've never heard, something I've never had before or since. It was unreal. Now that's a little concerning to me. I think these things are almost affecting uh, people uh, physically in their brain. And we've talked about Gary Nolan's work where they did a, they read a test on these people that had had encounters with UFOs. Some of the ones that had been injured. And the commonality they found was that uh, there was this middle range of the brain uh, in the center of the brain, right where, kind of like where your pineal gland is located. And this is an area of the brain that generates these feelings of uh, euphoria, uh, of this connectedness with God, whatever. And so it seems like these entities, whatever they are, are using that part of our brain, this part of our brain that was designed to allow us to have these uh, feelings of love and euphoria and being in love and communicating with God, all these things that really seem to make us human, that part of the brain that we don't even fully understand how it works. But it's almost like they're invading this area of that part of the brain and manipulating it. That's what I think. Because how, how would you have this surreal feeling about this thing if you'd never met it, if you had no idea what it was? 
Anyway, it goes on and says, then just as quickly as it arrived, it disappeared. A few seconds later, Alan claimed that two F-16 jets came in hot pursuit. And in my head, I'm wondering, is it War of the Worlds? What was going on, Alan said. A few miles west, local police constable Leroy Gayton was on his way to rent a movie for his wife's birthday when something caught my attention, he said. I saw what happened. I call it a bubble or an orb. It was a reddish-orange, fiery-looking thing. Really big, said Gayton. It was three. It was these bright lights flashing like a pulsating thing, like that. They had spread out. There was 11 or 12 lights that I was able to count. All of a sudden, these things just shoot off at blazing speed. Shortly after, he saw two fighter jets, he said. They were flying in the same direction, the same path as these lights. The sightings of Stevensville quickly became the talk of the town, and MUFON, a U.S.-based nonprofit dedicated to research of UFOs around the world, came to investigate the sighting. The group invited people who had seen something to come and tell their stories, expecting a handful of people. Instead, dozens of other witnesses appeared, claiming to have seen odd things in the sky around Stevensville. Soon, TV crews from Japan to Brazil were descending on the town. At first, the naval air station in the region denied that any of its planes were in the area at the time of the sightings. The U.S. military would later change their tune and claim there were actually fighter jet training exercises in the area, blaming the initial denial on a communications error that led to the dissemination of false information. <laughs> Imagine that. Some witnesses also alleged that members of the government attempted to intimidate them into keeping quiet about what they saw. What's unique about the Stevensville sighting, said Robert Powell, a nanotechnology engineer and UFO investigator, is the accompanying radar information that appears to corroborate the sighting of Allen and Gayton. Oh, I don't think there's any appearing about it. I mean, it's there. I mean, th this sentence should read, uh, information that corroborates the sighting of Allen Gayton, because it does. Via Freedom of Information Act request, Powell received primary radar data from five different antennas in the region from the FAA. With that information, Powell explained that he first tracked down the routes of the two F-16s, which had transponders because they were government aircrafts. Hmm, I wonder what happened to that F-35 that crashed last week. So once I identified where the F-16s were, I went to start looking for objects that did not have transponders, he said. What I find is radar data that confirms that Steve Allen and, Lee and Leroy Gayton have told me. There are two radar points that showed an object moving without a transponder. The two data points match the time and the geographical location of Steve Allen's sighting, he said. This is outside of the military operating area, so it should have a transponder if it is a military aircraft, but it doesn't. In the case of Leroy, I had about five data points on the radar indicating there is this object, he said. It's not very often that you get radar data that just corroborates exactly what a witness said in terms of geographic location and time. These stories check out with the radar data, so there's absolutely no doubt that there's an object in the sky and that the object that's in the sky does not have a transponder code that tells you that you're dealing with something real, whatever it is. Wow, that's amazing. So they've got the eyewitness accounts, they've got the actual radar from FAA, they've caught the government lying, and still we're told uh, nothing to see here, move along. Now let's go ahead and look at this next article. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage 
all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. So I want to look at another article that was written back when all this stuff happened. This one comes from abcnews.go.com. Uh, the title says, UFO investigators flock to Stephenville, Texas. Investigators head to Stephenville, Texas after residents confirm sightings by ABC News. Uh, Good Morning America, and that's dated February 9th, 2009. But then below that, we have a subheading where it's dated January 18th, 2008, and it has the same title. So this must have been an updated article, I'm assuming. A team of six investigators from the Mutual UFO Network will be interviewing citizens of Stephenville, Texas, who say they spotted a UFO at sunset on January 8th. The Mutual UFO Network is a non-governmental group interested in documenting UFOs, State Director Ken Cherry says that the network has received calls from 50 citizens who say they witnessed the UFO and that the number and credibility of the people is exceptional. The rural Texas town has attracted worldwide attention after the sightings. The Stephenville Empire Tribune, the local newspaper, has received calls from as far away as Finland and Japan as people remain fascinated about the reports of a bright object in the sky that witnesses say was a mile long. It remains the talk of the town, and Stevensville High School Science Club is now selling t-shirts to cash in on the craze. Stevensville prides itself on being the dairy capital of Texas, and the shirts that sell for $10 have a picture of a Holstein cow being beamed up to a flying saucer. More than 30 residents of Stevensville, Texas, claim to have seen a UFO described as a mile-wide, silent object with bright lights flying low and fast. It was very intense, bright lights, said local newspaper Angela Joyner. The lights were like going like this, said Constable Leroy Gateman, making his hand gestures to describe what he saw when he spotted the UFO. Rick Sorrells says he saw it while he was hunting deer in the woods. You look at the trees, and it was right there, Sorrells told ABC News correspondent Mike Von Fremd, as he showed him the location in the woods where he spotted the UFO. Steve Allen, a 50-year-old pilot, was at a campfire with friends and says the object was a mile long and a half mile wide. I don't know if it was a biblical experience or somebody from a different universe or whatever, but it was definitely not from around these parts, Alan said. Alan drew a sketch of the object, which he said traveled at amazing speed without making a sound. While drawing, Alan told Ron Frim that he saw an arch shape converted into a vertical shape and then split and made two of them, and then these two turned turned into fire and it was gone. That sounds like a shapeshifter to me. A spokesman for the 301st Fighter Wing in Fort Worth says no aircraft from his base was in the area and says the objects may have been an illusion caused by two commercial airplanes. But those who saw the lights don't buy that explanation. It's an unidentified flying object, assisted a former Air Force technician. Some in Stephenville are a bit embarrassed about all the attention. It's crazy, said one teenage girl in town. I like how they go to the one teenage girl in town as a source of authority. <laughs> that is awesome. Now, this article here is from WFAA.com, talking about uh, some of the sightings down there. It says, more UFO sightings in Erith County. There are more fresh reports pouring in about UFOs flying over Erith County. Rancher Ricky Sorrells has been seeing the mysterious lights in the sky since January. We all want to know what it is. 
There are more reports pouring in about UFOs in Erith County. In fact, there are so many reported sightings on Tuesday that an aircraft coordinated with spotters on the ground Wednesday hoping to get the fresh video. I never watched Star Wars growing up. I was too busy hauling hay, said Ricky Sorrells. But the rancher and welder was among the first in January to take the heat for publicly admitting he saw mysterious lights over Erith County. Sorrells said he has occasionally seen them since, including Tuesday night. They were huge, he said, but this time is different. Over the last few nights, many people have reported sightings. A stunned family in Dublin shot a video. An organization called the Mutual UFO Network has an investigator reviewing interview witnesses. Ricky Sorrell wants to know what those lights are. I'm tickled to death about it. I've got people calling me crazy. I saw them too. You're not crazy, said Sorrells. Angela Joyner started writing about the phenomena as reporter for the Stephenville Empire Tribune. No longer with the paper, she now travels the country as a UFO researcher. Joyner said a small plane will start assisting spotters on the ground with cameras. Back in January, folks around Stephenville had a lot of fun with UFOs. This time, with so many sightings, it seems to be a little more serious. It tells you they're not a conspiracy, Joyner said. They've seen, they've seen them in Heiko, Stephenville, Dublin, lots of towns. For the record, Joyner and Sorrells are not saying they believe the lights are from spaceships. All we want to know is, what is it, Sherrill said. That's really interesting uh, that they've had so many sightings of these things. Now, I want to go ahead and take a look at one more uh, article here. And this is from um, Discogs.com. It says, looks like it's been online for about 16 years. It says, Stephenville, Texas. In this farming community where nightfall usually brings clear starry skies, Residents are abuzz over reported sightings of what many people believe is a UFO. Ricky Sherrell says that he saw a flat metallic object hovering about 300 feet over a pasture behind his Texas home. Several dozen people, including a pilot, county constable, and businesswoman, say they have seen a large silent object with bright lights flying low and fast. Some reported seeing fighter jets chasing it. People wonder what in the world it is because this is the Bible Belt and everyone is afraid. It's the end of time, said Steve Allen, a freight company owner and pilot who said the object he saw last week was a mile long and a half a mile wide. It was positively absolutely nothing from these parts. While federal officials say there's logical explanations, locals swear that it was larger, quieter, faster, and lower to the ground than an airplane. They also said the object's lights changed configuration unlike those of a plane. People in several towns who reported seeing it over several weeks have offered similar descriptions of the object. Machinist Ricky Sorrell said friends made fun of him when he told them he saw a flat metallic object hovering 300 feet over a pasture behind his Dublin, Texas home. But he decided to come forward after reading similar accounts in the Stephenville Empire Tribune. You hear about a big bass or a big buck in the area, but this is different. But this is a different deal, Sorrell said. It feels good to hear that other people saw something because that means I'm not crazy. Sorrell says he has seen the object several times. He said he watched it through his rifle's telescope lens and described it as very large and without seams, nuts, or bolts. I'm going to include a video there, link at Buy Me a Coffee, where uh, Ricky Sorrell goes into a short description during an AP interview about how he was out hunting and he saw this thing and how this thing just went from, you know, zero to, I don't know, 500 or something at a right angle and describes how this large flying saucer just uh, maintained its perpendicular uh, uh, 
configuration to the ground as it just shot up into the sky. Very much like what happened in Chicago, as this writer had said in the NPR article. Searle said he has seen the object several times. He said he watched it through his rifle telescope lens. Major Carl Lewis, a spokesman for the 301st Fighter Wing and the Joint Reserve Base Naval Station of Fort Worth, said no F-16s or other aircraft from his base were in the area the night of January 8th when most people were reporting. Well, the fact is, this thing went on for more than a night. These sightings went on, it looks like, for uh, over a year. Now, it goes, the article finishes up there and talks a little bit about, you know, what the constable saw, uh, people bidding out different rewards. The thing is, these encounters over, over Stevensville, Texas, uh, they ran the gamut. Like they said, everything from these giant Delta-shaped aircrafts, those were the ones I think that were first seen, and they got a lot of press. But then after that, you had multiple sightings of what looked like red orbs. You had the sighting that Ricky Sorrells talks about, this large flying saucer. So whatever it was, it was an intense wave of UFO activity over this little town of Stephenville, Texas, and around there. Okay, And it must have been impressive because it looks like one of the local reporters for the paper there, uh, her life was redirected. She left her job as this newspaper reporter and went to work for MUFON. So whatever happened had an impact on people. As the one guy said, he felt like he had this religious experience. And that's why some people consider these things to be some type of UFO messengers. But the question is, if they were messengers, then what was the message? Until next time, this is UFO Warning, over and out.